When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast. I am Craig Fowler and I'm joined on this occasion by Sean McGuigan. Hello. And Robert Borthwick. Hello, Craig. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head at me already? Because you looked at me like you were going to say my name first and then you just said Sean instead. You absolutely did, mate. There's a running, there's an all running joke about you're always last. Aye, to get introduced every single time. Because yeah. I'm very rarely on a podcast with you, so. Yeah, I know. This I guess... might be the first time I've been involved in this running gag. Well, yeah, true. you usually said last, I would say. I usually do, and Sean McGuigan. Oh really? I've never noticed. Yeah, does, so. does it bother me? Ah, there you go. There's obviously a running gag with me at my own expense. <laughs> I've never even noticed. <laughs> you had no idea. Right, so this show, so obviously <clears throat> there was the games in the Ladbrokes Premiership last night, but we're not going to be talking about them. Yes. Uh, because, well, fuck it, we decide. <laughs> uh, myself and Gary Cocker have run through those games. That's available on the Patreon for those who subscribe to the $5 a month tier. Well, that sounds like a bargain. It is. You and Gary Cocker. Less you, but Gary Cocker. He pretty much just asks questions and it's mainly me talking for a minutes. I thought maybe. That's all right. Gary's incredibly soothing radio voice. He could come up with like a like a Headspace app. <laughs> Not with that name, obviously, that's what I'd have taken, but just Aye. soothing. Cockspace. Headcock. <laughs> Headcock. Right. There you go. Aye. Job done. There we go. Perfect. Gary's career. Right, let's get on that. Uh, right, right away after this, we've done this uh, podcast. Uh, so, right, we're going to go back to the list. So, yes. we've not done the list for a while. Now, the list for those who are listening for the first time, uh, we do, we've been doing this for uh, probably the third season we've been doing this now, where we gather our favourite Scottish football moments, the, the kind of moments that make Scottish football weird and wacky and what it, what it is we love about it. Uh, put them all together in a list, and then we gradually make our way through them. Now, we've negated the list. I don't think we've done an episode of the, about this since September, maybe? 
Uh, I believe so. Right. <clears throat> I think I might have been in Berlin when you guys left on it, and that was September. It was myself and Joel and one other, I can't remember. Tony. So it was. Because Tony was the host and he says he struggled, he found a hub. That's right, it was quite nearly starting to stuff out from a bit of paper <laughs> and letting the other two guys be funny. I love this one, I'll be able to do the work. <laughs> Get a two couple of funny guys and then just let you talk and I'll just interject every now and again with stuff that's less funny. There you go. I've got this down. <laughs> right, so let's uh, let's just get right to it. Number one. I'm not going to say numbers for each one, so I don't know why I started with that. Uh, Tommy Sheridan's <laughs> impassionate support of Neil Lennon. This is the first one because he ended up doing it again, did he not? Or he done some other video. This is the uh, this is a video after they lost to Cluj. Yes, yes. Aye, this was the original. I yes. believe this is the OG. Aye. Um, I didn't realise it was the second one. I know. I think he did a follow up, and then folk were like, "This is boring now." Um, it was funny the first time, Tommy, but stop it. I it's occurred to me watching this that I have never seen Tommy Sheridan speaking in a different tone or pitch. And I understand why you would need to speak like that if you were leading a, a poll tax demonstration in 1990, for example. I don't know if you need to talk like that when you're just in your own house. So you talk Prob- like that when you visit his swingers club? <clears throat> oh, I dread to think. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm starting to think he just, he just speaks like that all the time, even when he's like doing his messages. Just just speak normal. <laughs> Nobody was more disappointed than me that the neighbour gets, Gene. Like, just, just, just talk normal. I've never seen him talk in any other pitch or tone. Keep doing that, I'm close. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh dear. You don't even look like my wife. Um, <laughs> I, th- I thought the whole setup of it was incredible. He's wearing a clip mic. Like, he's, he's actually, he's properly set himself up. It's not as if he's just sort of placed an iPhone on the on the mantelpiece and went, right, I'm going to give this loudly. No, he's set it up. He's got a, a clip mic on. Like, it's, it's, it's not professionally done. Um, but he's, he's clearly put some thought into it. He's like, right. Where's the mics? Uh, I need to talk about Celtic for three and a half minutes. Do you think um, he thought this was going to become a thing? Uh, possibly, like like a YouTuber. Ah. <laughs> he just he starts wearing awful Celtic t-shirts and starts shouting. I like that one. I just said it just said like Celtic, Celtic, Celtic. Ah, it's in that horrible like Spider-Man font as well. <laughs> that, yeah, the Green Brigade use. It's one of the it's one of the worst t-shirts I've ever seen in my life. It, it's exactly what you'd expect a Celtic da in Benidorm to be wearing um, as he tries to chat up the waitress. In his defence. <laughs> <laughs> so that's very niche. And his defence, he was just doing that at the time. And his defence, he was right. Because he was basically saying, back Neil Lennon, you know, Fokker saying he's not the right man for the job. Well, he maybe still isn't. He's looking like he is. <laughs> well, aye. So, 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 he's he had, pretty well. So he did have a I point. I think he has been the right man for well, the job. Aye, I mean, unless Rangers come back and win the league. Let's but, not but, debate that. Let's talk about Tommy Sheridan. Um, yes. aye, fine. He was unhinged. He was utterly unhinged. He goes from like happy to angry, like really, really quickly, loads of times through the video. My, my favourite bit was now come on, again We all make mistakes. I'm an apologist. It's like where did that second bit even come from? He just lulls you into this false sense of security. Um, the amount of times he shouts, "It's a disaster! It's a catastrophe! Get a grip!" It's utterly phenomenal. Well, honestly, I, I, I kind of wish he had kept doing it just for like just for like running the mill. Games against Motherwell and stuff like that. His, his pronunciation of the word catastrophe was my highlight. It was yeah. very good. It's uh, he's a good he's a good speaker, a good orator. Yes, fair play. Absolutely, um, but I was it was it was mental. Right, the next one on the list we weren't <clears> going to do because the, the link is broken and uh, we couldn't remember what it was. But I just suddenly remembered what it was, but I can't remember the full detail. So maybe if I say this, it will jog you guys' memory. Okay. Maybe just you, Sean, mainly. So I've got written down here: Queens Park's DM request. Now. I think it was Queen's Park 
messaging another club on Twitter <laughs> saying, can you add us so we can send you a DM? They were, so like Barcelona or something. They were definitely... It was another Scottish club. They were, they were definitely needing somebody to follow them so they could DM them, but I have no recollection of who or what it was. So you see that on Twitter all the time. It's just unusual that an actual football club... <laughs> to another football club. <laughs> Wasn't it? Are you sure it was definitely another football team? I'm sure it was a football team. Maybe not, but I, I think it was another Scottish football team. I was, I was trying, because I was going through the list last night and I was trying to think what this could be and I genuinely couldn't remember. With the, the broken link, I was scuppered. Right, next one, which we do <clears throat> remember. Uh, John McGlynn <laughs> or The Count. This, so that I, I normally don't get too wound up about Ray Rovers defeats, but I actually took the 3-2 defeat Three to defeat to Stranmar, uh quite negatively because they're two one up, uh, conceded two goals in the last ten minutes, and it was like, you know, something I've seen this a million times over the last couple of seasons. We're going to be in League One forever. This is absolutely shite. But then a day or two later, it, well, actually, it was the post game interview where he done go, can you count? Can you count? And then, but then somebody added him to the the count from yeah, uh, Sesame, Street. Sesame Street, who just kept doing that. Is it one? <laughs> As the goals go, yep. Uh, is it two? But then, of course, there was because you know it's Derek, the air fan. Yes, he I... had kept uh, trolling Wraith Rovers with the count for the the season that the air won the league. So oh, it kind of fitted very well. Yeah, yeah. The best bit though was when the count goes. Uh, Where's the confetti? Where's the balloons? And John McGann goes, all right, they need to get all excited. <laughs> and it was just, it was, just, it was done so well. It actually deserved to pop harder than it popped, but uh, I made this old Mark laugh, and that was when I was in a, a, a pit of despair. So fair play. I think my, my favourite thing about it is the fact that it was done by George Frank, who works for Stranra. <laughs> it's not done by a fan. Oh, does he? I, I, I just thought he was a fan. I didn't realise he worked for them. I, well, I think so anyway. I, I, listen, tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's he's involved at, at Stranra in some way. Um, and yeah, I'm just a huge fan of that. That, that was really good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, next up, we've got Boy George saying Ryan Jack looks like a character in Harry Potter. To be fair, it does look like Neville Longbottom. See, I, this one was lost on me because I've never watched any... Harry Potter films or read any Harry Potter books I, although I, I appreciate reading the books would have, wouldn't have helped me in this scenario <laughs> it looks like those words um, let me correct you I had to let me correct you Rob it looks like Neville Longbottom when he was younger yeah. Neville Longbottom now is much more handsome than <laughs> no, Ryan Jack that's that's very true uh, I actually I'm the same as you I, I, I fucking hate Harry Potter but I, I googled Harry Potter cast and that's how I found out that's what he looks like good that's so what he, I should he, do. he does he does actually look like him Um I don't know why Boy George is... <laughs> oh, that was, that was why I couldn't get my head Now we've got that out of the way. Why is he quoted... It's a direct tweet from Rangers as well, isn't it? It's no, it was The a, Athletic. It was The Athletic, aye. So he's just keeping up to date with loads of niche football content. I spent two or three minutes Googling uh, Boy George football. And I, there was no link whatsoever to, to either Rangers or any football club whatsoever. Just shows you how wide-ranging The Athletic's targeted advert system is <laughs> <laughs> <It's> really <going. laughs> When they're looking at targets, yeah, 80s pop singers um, comes up, so aye. It also shows you how much I need a life if I spend two or three minutes Googling <laughs> Boy George Football Club. <laughs> two or three minutes, you'll never Boy get Boy George supports, nah, nothing, absolutely nothing. Right, next up, we've got a Dundee Lunston investigation after a bed frame is spotted above a pie kiosk at Dens Park. That's just uh, it's just the next in the line, sort of falling on from Falkirk using the hot tub <laughs> and the crane. There's a, you can use a shabby old bed at Dens Park to to watch the games from. The yeah. article said that the club have launched an investigation into the bizarre incident and have claimed it had been uh, an error by stadium staff. <laughs> what kind of error? Like sometimes at Malwark, I might I don't know get holidays mixed up or I might forget to bring someone in. I don't I don't take a bed by accident. What kind of accident's that? 
Ah, you remember the bed You remember they put the bed in the concourse? Because <laughs> it made it seem like the the, the staff were, were taking stuff to throw out and they dumped it there by mistake. Because that, that would explain the bin bags. Ah, there's bin rubbish bags, bags as well. Bin bags were placed <laughs> there by mistake. Where did the bed come from? I don't know. Did somebody bring it in from outside? The only thing I would say is there's also the menu is also visible as well, and it says that grab bags are available for £3.40. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's what a grab bag looks like, just a big bin bag full of stuff, but that still doesn't explain the bed. A grab bag is a big bag of crisps. Walkers. Oh, is that what that would be? Yeah. Oh, no, that's, so. no, that's not a bin that bag. Is it just crisps? Well, walkers, big bags of crisps are called grab bags. Ah, right, okay. It's a dear bag of crisps. Ah, it's £3.40. No, it's. That's ridiculous if that's what it is. How fucking big are they? Not that big. Jesus. You get them at the shop for like less than a pound. I think we've uncovered something a lot more sinister here. Dundee are fleecing their fans £3.40 for a packet of crisps. If the bin bag cost £3.40, it would probably be a bargain, depending on what was in it. Because they were... It's a mystery. (laughs) They were big. It's a mystery bag. (laughs) Just one packet of crisps. (laughs) An ear. Well, to be fair, you do get those bags where you open them up. Ah, disappointing. Yeah, this is going to be a massive bag of crisps that you're just calling it. <clears throat> right, next up, Danny Lennon playing for Clyde. He 100% like 100% challenges his players to push up competitions and stuff, eh? Like, he's, he's, he's that guy. He's the, the modern-day John Hughes. <laughs> showing off his six-pack and all that shit. John Collins. Sorry, it was John Collins. Sorry, John that's Collins, right. John Hughes gets naked and chases him about the show. Aye, that's right, aye. He, he, he must. Much. He must be. The Danny Lennon probably does that as well. I don't want to team up Danny Lennon's other idea, which we'll get to later. Yes. with John Hughes doing that. <laughs> he must be the manager of football teams that have very large shower areas. If he's literally chasing people around them, it wouldn't take long to catch somebody in the starts part show. Let's put it that way. They're tiny. There's only about four. <laughs> one he's, of the uh, <laughs> one of the replies to the tweet about Danny Lennon coming on says that he was a spitting image of Charles Manson. <laughs> And you know something? It is very hard to disagree. He does look better with the longer hair, though. Does he not? No, he just looks like an old man with good hair. No, you know something? I was... Me and Craig Telford were at the Celtic-Aberdeen League Cup final last season. Yes. And Danny Lennon was in the same section as us, and he had very he had short hair at the time, and he does look better with long hair. He looked quite... Uh, quite oily. <laughs> I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Looks like a, like a sneaky salesman kind of guy. Yes, yeah. like a like a 1930s fop. <laughs> Tries to sell you tights. I once saw Danny Lennon absolutely steaming at Queen Street lower level feeding chips to the pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's probably Danny Lennon's story. I never saw him at a cup final. I just thought I'd put that in. Rob wins that round. <clears throat> Right, Rafe Rover's given a minute's applause for a dog retiring. Yeah, so this, I mean, I, I might have mentioned this before, but there was a dog, uh, a, a, a seeing dog for a Rafe Rover's fan, but he always sat with his back to the game, <laughs> which most of the other fans wish they could sit like that dog with its back to the game. But there's, there's a quote. Fan. <laughs> no, no, the dog had his back to the game. There's but, so many questions going on. There, uh, <clears throat> there was, a, there was a, a, a tweet beneath the one because somebody said Wraith Rovers have just asked for a minute, so, uh, minute's applause for a retiring guide dog and there's a response uh, underneath it and it says the, the dog was called Lloyd and he was a great dog I used to give him a bit of my pie I asked his owner Derek if it was alright to feed the dog and he said it was fine as long as he didn't see me doing it <laughs> I'm guessing he won't be able to see you doing it <laughs> I 
I mean, maybe he was just joking. I've picked him up wrong, but there's, there's no way to tell. So, a uh, good old Lloyd was a good dog. Uh, <clears throat> what do dogs do after retirement? Golf. Right. <laughs> what do they do? They just sit a bit. They they just they just get to be a. That's a normal duck. Just a normal, a normal duck. duck, just running about and that. But they don't run about that much in older age because they're older. I, I don't know how old they are when they when they retire. So they maybe still a wee bit of life in the okay. their legs. <laughs> Did people actually like clap? Yeah, it's <laughs> 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 the highlight of the game. Ah, <laughs> oh. okay. Next up, we've got Ray McKinnon's LinkedIn. Fucking class, Ray my LinkedIn. Now, have you found it? I it's, it's still it's, I, I clicked on the link and it was not right so that happens I think you need to be logged in ah in so I couldn't see it to be able to see it um, and I must be permanently logged in it was very good though he takes uh, he takes responsibility for a lot of things I don't know if he should be taking responsibility for it's I like the the clear copy and paste job of 14 game unbeaten <laughs> run in the Scottish Championship that he's used for Falkirk and Dundee United. <laughs> he's just copying it I'm like do you know what fucking no one's going to check and that one at Falkirk didn't do much good could say anything there, there was a, an Irish player at Falkirk that he said got a, an under-21 cup under his under his watch. He, he played something like 17 minutes for it. <laughs> See, I, I did enjoy it. He mentions how he signed players from Stoke and Wills, but doesn't mention they were absolutely And they were guff, absolutely guff. Rubbish, he's just like, ah, I signed players from uh, some mid-table uh, championship English teams. They were probably so. offered to me that I knew nothing about beforehand. Better put them in my LinkedIn. Uh, I, like, I really like how he doesn't mention Morton at all. Morton's just not there. Although he did in a later interview where he took credit for them being top of the league, even though they were second. Fantastic. Well, you should put that on his LinkedIn. He's missing a real trick here. Completed 14 days at Greenwich Martin. Um, Real in Queen's Park, to be fair. Ah, that's true. Uh, That's not yet on his LinkedIn as well. He hasn't updated it yet. Maybe John Hughes needs to get involved in LinkedIn. I'm sure he probably is already there. I can't imagine him knowing how to work it. Gary Locke's on LinkedIn. (laughs) Gary Locke's is good as well. (laughs) Sitting punching a computer. How do you type unbeaten home record with your forehead? <laughs> Gary Locks was good because he, he put in as like a, a sort of main <clears> thing <throat> it's like beat Hibs a few times. Oh. Alright. Oh, we would have finished above Hibs if it wasn't for that 15 point deduction. I'm sure that was very useful when he was applying for the job of ambassador at Hibs. <laughs> can sell Lego buses. That one is LinkedIn now. You can't even. Can make tea. They'd be bottom. Did they not sell it? They sold a few. Ah, right, okay. So I kept going on and checking it because I kept going on and trying to order, like, because it was like 250 to start with. So I was going on and trying to order 200. And then I would say, not enough stock left. And then I was trying to order 150, not enough stock left. Okay. I got down to about 80. Right. Fucking hell, I thought my life was dull. <laughs> <laughs> but then I gave up. So I don't know if they ever actually sold it, but they definitely sold at least, what's that, 170. And could they have done that without Gary Locke's influence? You have to, you have uh, to ask yourself. Oh, I remember that weird video they had that had like flames in it. <laughs> I think that, that was weird. Yeah. They, they must have paid an editor money yep. to make that. A real weird moment. Aye. And it finishes with Gary Locke saying it's not even Lego. <laughs> but you can't even hear that's what he's saying. It's so badly filmed. <laughs> anyway. Right, next up, we've got a Scotland fan remembering a buddy pleb in spectacular fashion. One of my favourite things on Twitter in it, 2019. It was a Venom. It was a Venom that he tweeted it. But he must have been watching Sky Sports News as there was all these like sad buddy fans like, we want our club back. And then he's just like, fucking come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need this. I remember this boy slagging me off. Um, slagging off Scottish football. Slagging off Scottish football. What's it like to support Buddy now, you wee funny? 
Just like three years worth of pent up frustration. Take that. You're funny. It's so good as well because I, I think like one of the the, the the sort of few times that you see Scottish football Twitter coming together is when an English football fan tries to slag it off. Mm, yes. And it's that unity that uh, it's, it's really heartwarming. And, and he led the charge there and then it was an absolute... Uh, it was... Aye. Uh, staying with Twitter. Solid gold Twitter content. Uh, the Vanguard Bears. I'm still not convinced that Vanguard Bears aren't a parody. I don't think they're real. I don't think they exist. Well, the challenge, well, they're saying to the Rangers fans, we need to stand together because you therefore are going to keep coming for our songs. First, it's <coughs> the Billy Boys. Then they're going to come for... They will come for another great anthem, Derry's Walls. And after that, they will target the Union flag. We must be prepared to fight them. We must be prepared to fight them. <laughs> they will target the Union flag. What? What are they talking about? <laughs> I'm sometimes the same. I'll read something. I'm like, right, you are either like really off your head Aye. or this is a piss take. I genuinely here we are years later I'm still not sure <laughs> is this a Celtic supporter I think it's been going on too long for it not for it to be a piss take. I think somebody would have cracked and revealed the joke by this point I, I think know. it's real it could be a very good piss take. aye like one of the old timers <laughs> ah. um, we must be prepared to fight them it's not like fight the charge fight them like they're going to rock up in Zurich and start battering folk like, just just stop singing about Catholics aye. it's not that difficult well, that, that's that's another thing um, Derry's Walls is a great anthem <laughs> according to them that's a quote a great anthem <laughs> fuck off uh, I will give them one point though for uh, calling it the Union flag and not the Union Jack no no you're absolutely right too many people make that mistake um, it, it used to annoy me but I, I grew up yeah. <laughs> well, well done the Vanguard Bears <laughs> so the Union Jack if it's on a ship exactly exactly yeah and Ibrox is not a ship no it's a house <laughs> <laughs> it's the big house that it must stay on exactly right next up Stevie May's oh. announcement video remember me so they must uh, like he must have been buzzing in the office, eh? Just like, oh, big signing. We've made a big video for him and it has gone out and five minutes later, just like, oh, for fuck's sake. It's gone, but it's like too many people have retweeted it now. <laughs> we can't, we can't delete it. We need to leave it. And then what they did was three hours later post the corrected version with an in case you missed it. Just own the mistake. Yeah. How, how many people do you think got confused by the hashtags? Just because it ends with homecoming May 14. Like, no sign until fucking me. <laughs> it's August. This is a weird pre-contract. <laughs> it's like one of those deals we could in football manager or something. Sign somebody will see what he's come for the rest of the season. Aye, he's got a work permit. <laughs> but how do you pronounce re- Reemba? Is it Reemba? <laughs> remember. Is it not? Remember. Remember. Oh, but I'll tell you, wait a minute. Was it the was the original mistaken one that was in that link? Yes. Hi. Oh, I never even noticed. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's what they were saying in the office, and I hope nobody noticed. <laughs> and they were right. Because I clicked on it, and I was like, what's this again? And as soon as I flushed, I was like, oh, of course. Remember me. Uh, right, next up, we have a massive TiVo display of the Pope from Legio Warsaw fans at Ibrox. Listen, this is... Just one of the best things I've ever seen in a football stadium. Like when you see it, so you sort of see the highlights. And the Rangers fans, you think they'd be booing, sort of spitting vitriol. They're all just confused. <laughs> they just they don't have a clue how to react to this massive pope that's just appeared in the stadium. Do you think it's quite a high risk tra- strategy though? What bringing a massive pope in a stadium? Oh no, just because that guy was think that stuff only really works if they win. Oh. I think you've kind of like you've got egg on your face when you get beat. No, I don't think so. Not think so. No. 
No, I wouldn't say so. No, it's really not as if the Tifo said we're going to win. It's just here. Pa- <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no, it's just here. I just feel like Rangers had the last laugh, kind of thing. Ah, did they? We're not ah. talking about did they win that game? See, yeah, they did. Morelos no scored late one. Yes, ah, well, there must have been remember. like there must have been like a, a leisure fan thing to say. I've spent a fortune on this fucking flag. Didn't they make a minute? Didn't they make any difference whatsoever? Still got beat. Aye, aye, it's more about the power. Aye, the Rangers fans were still being like, oh no. <laughs> oh no there's a giant pope <laughs> like a vampire with sun I just think I mean just got a last laugh yeah. steam coming out of them <laughs> <laughs> I forgot as well after Boric was in with them yep, yep. Aye. It was probably, he probably made it ah, so, yeah, after Boric was in with them and then I think Eddie Howe was a bit pissed off because he wasn't aware that he was away. Eddie Howe was there as well <laughs> it was him and Boric made it. <laughs> and I think he got fined did you know I think he got, I think he was uh, in trouble. got a bit of trouble for it. I am uh, just waiting for Ben Hart's next beat Rangers at Ibrox, which may be a long time because mm. I've spent fucking ages superimposing my face onto the Pope's face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for Hart's to beat Rangers so I can tweet that out. I thought you were going to say you are going to make that in here. I just make that. Say <laughs> <laughs> to thousands of Hart's fans, sorry guys, you mind hoisting this up? <laughs> Next up, an internet sleuth realises that Pie and Bovril haven't paid their tax on their that's, plan. I mean, how did they even get the idea? Well, that's it. Who sees a picture of a, a clapped out old van on the internet and think, do you know what? I'm going to type that registration plate into <laughs> <laughs> a search engine and see if it's taxed on. I mean, this man must really dislike their Sunday roundup on Twitter. Don't be Craig Telfer. In fairness to Div, the MOT was fine. No, was no, it? I, it was, was MOT'd was fine. Just a tax. It was, it was, oh, it was a tax, right, but that's, that's still no right, is it? No, no, you can't, you can't be driving a car. No, I mean, I'm, I'm no driving expert, but Div's in the wrong here. <laughs> was it Div driving it? Does I, he own it? I don't know. I was guessing he was organising the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> what could you win? It was a trip to Moscow, wasn't it? Aye, it had, oh, like, it? It had like a really <clears throat> shit sticker on the side of it that was tiny that said uh, Road to Moscow. Oh, that's because the last I think the last time I seen Pine and Buffer winning a competition it was to win uh, some froggos Fredos Fredos some froggos <laughs> Fredos <laughs> no, but Moscow, like Moscow's that's a good prize isn't it better than Fredos that's well, nice. it depends how much you like Fredos I love froggos I think I must have watched the Scotland game so <laughs> Pish <laughs> Pish prize rather have an untaxed van <laughs> or some froggos <laughs> Awesome froggles, whatever they are. A tax man full of froggles. <laughs> right, next up, Sean Dixon uh, does not think the most of Mark Wilson. Sean Dixon is good value on Twitter to the extent that, like, Daryl McCardy is good uh, is, is good value on Twitter. Um, and this was just him sort of showcasing it again. You, you always know Sean Dixon. He goes, he sets his Twitter account to private when he says something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so it's always good when you follow him and you can see all his followers being like, ah, it was good. Without any sort of scrutiny. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, I, I think he's he's a wordsmith. He's a banger. Um, <laughs> Relegated. He's a banger. And not one player in that changing room will respect him. He's not really sitting on the fence here, is he? No, he's not. He's put a try laughing emoji at the end of it as well. Like it's all some sort of big laugh. Although we um, don't think they would ever have been at the same club at the same time. Why? That's what I thought as well. I suppose um, you must hear stories when you're... Aye, but to, to have that much of an opinion on someone you've never met... In fairness, he appears to be correct. Well, I don't know if he's a banger. <laughs> uh, but the first bit, relegated. <laughs> <laughs> what are the next five points of drift? Uh, I believe so, I. 
Uh, speaking of Darren McCarty, this didn't make the list, but did uh, you all see the video compilation he made of terrorising his missus? <laughs> no, but this seems awful. <laughs> no. Did you not see this? No. I think uh, it must have been Duncan shared it in the group chat. Duncan or Telfer would have done it. It was Darren McCarty. <laughs> uh, just jumping out at his missus and going, ah! All the time. It was like a minute and a half of it. So it must have happened at least 30 times. And she's she's the type of person who scares easily because I think she screamed in every single one. And swore in many of them as well. She did not seem happy. Imagine. That sounds quite <coughs> that, that's, me, that's quite, that's quite lighthearted for Darren McCarthy. Imagine putting up with somebody who just did that all the time. I know, that would be very tough. If I'd done that to Ariane like twice, she, she, yeah, no, I'd be dead. <laughs> you're, you're not the partner for me, I'd be thinking to myself. As I squealed <laughs> three, ti- three times a week. <laughs> right, next up, we've got Alan Archibald returning to Partick Thistle as assistant one year after being sacked. I just think it's so weird that everyone just went, ah, cool. I know. Like, no, maybe it was like, 18 months ago he was up for PFA Manager of the Year. I thought there was a real kind of cuckolding vibe coming for it. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with cuckolding. Or uh, perhaps you enjoy it. Yeah, I'm aware of it. I, yeah. Isn't that Do you want to explain it to the listeners? <laughs> well, it's basically when a partner or spouse sleeps with somebody else in front of you. Yes. And I just feel there's a bit of that coming for it. So he's like... Well, I'm not good enough to be a Patrick Thistle manager, but I'm still going to go back and I'm going to watch Ian McCauldy in it. Whoa. You're going to watch Ian McCauldy shagging Patrick Thistle. <laughs> it's just weird. It is weird, to be fair. It is weird. Um, I feel a bit like a loser vibe coming off him. Aye, aye. Poor guy. I know. He's, he's probably really nice. And isn't in the cuckolding. <laughs> if he is, let's not kink him. No, it's fine. Everybody's different. No, exactly. Yeah. Everybody's different. That's what you like. Yep. There you go, Alan. <laughs> Right, next up, Tarek Manus gets Falkirk's takeover talk spectacularly wrong, especially since this didn't happen at the end, did it? No. 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 So not only did it not happen at the time, did it happen at all? No. It didn't even look like it was happening when he announced it. Like, he was the only person in Scotland that thought this this was happening. And the guy, because he looks like uh, a like country western singer. What's his name again? Sung with Dolly, Dolly Parton? I heard Garth Brooks. <laughs> no. <laughs> he played as the singer as well, right enough. Uh, Kenny Rogers. Oh, right. Kenny Rogers. Right, okay. I've heard Because he actually, he had, there was him that, uh, there was him that kind of responded to him. Because that's, that's not remotely true, Tom. That put him in his place. <laughs> I, uh, I really hope that Tam McManus has been fed that line by someone who's like, he's going to tweet this. <laughs> he's going to, he's going to tweet this because he trusts me and I'm going to make an absolute fucking arse of him. And I really want to shake that guy's hand. That's a magnificent bit. I mean, because that's, Essentially, like, obviously, Falkirk is a, a prior club of uh, Tam McManus. They won't tell a fucking thing after that. It's great. I hope it was just a great big wind-up. It was like the, maybe like the Rebecca Vardy thing. Yes, aye. Let's, let's, just, let's just feed them this and see what happens. Aye. Oh, aye. Aye, he's tweeted it. Ah, sneaky Pete there. <laughs> <laughs> and the account belonged to <laughs> Tam McManus. <laughs> and we all know that because he tweeted it to his thousands of followers. <laughs> Right, next up, a Twitter thread, a favourite of Robert Borthwick's. Snakes look like Ian McCall. Massive, massive, massive bit of Twitter there. Um, wasn't as good as the noodles, though. But the fact that it came off the back of it, it was the sequel. Mm-hmm. I think that's what really made it work. If you just done... You always uh, respect McCall, a sequel that's good, even if it's not as good as the first one. Yeah. I, I, I thought there was two that, that, that stood apart. 
So the one where there was a snake with a dog, yes. and Ian McCall's a dog, and the one <laughs> Ian McCall's in a hat, and we've got a snake in a hat. The rest of them are fine, nothing wrong with them at all, possible. Ah. But those two were stellar. Well, that's it. I mean, I, I think with the, with the pot noodle thread, um, it, it was amazing. It was, it was genuinely fantastic how we got so many different potted noodles um, to look like Ian McCall. All he needed with those was those two winners for this one, um, and he's, he's pulled out of the bag. It's, it's just a magnificent bit of work. It's great. Okay, next we've got Hearts fan reacting to a Motherwell goal in real time. Yeah. Uh, this is a YouTuber. Fair play to him. That's how I reacted. And the boys around him, that's how the boys around me reacted. <laughs> <laughs> it, it felt like when Steve McLaren was talking about England-Iceland. Aye. He said, oh, there's only going to be one winner here. <laughs> no, Iceland scored. <laughs> oh, no. Very similar. I, I took a lot of enjoyment from it. Aye. Um, I think we talked about this in the main. Uh, sorry, not the main show. Uh, on the TV show, I don't get a lot of joy out of the YouTube stuff in general. The fan kind of talking to camera stuff, uh, but I do think they offer up wee golden nuggets, and this is certainly a golden nugget because yeah. uh, it's just a it's a perfect face. It encapsulates any football fan could look at that and know exactly that expression and that emotion at the time. And those boys around about yes, yeah, screaming. it's funny because everybody else loses their fucking shit, screaming and swearing. I think that's what it is. Like it's. For the actual moments where things happen, so if a goal scored for or against you, that's where the the sort of like the video is is quite decent, it's quite good. But uh, other than that, it's just filler. Right, next up, Millie's Cookies has to apologise <laughs> to Rangers. Uh, well, they're supposed to don't have to, but they did apologise to Rangers <laughs> after a Rangers died cookie is shared on social media. Do you think they had to apologise? No, they did not. <laughs> no. Good. It was just. It was just it's a Rangers. Joke and it's a cookie. Get a fucking life. But if, if Millie's cookies hadn't apologised, I would imagine that Rangers fans would stop visiting Millie's cookies. Imagine the Vanguard Bears. Imagine their statement on it. They'll never be back. No, they'll never be back. No, we must be prepared to fight them. Fight Millie and her cookies. Aye. Um, did Mel- right, So did Millie's cookies make that cookie themselves? It would have been an employee for Millie's cookies. Right, but right, okay. So just that, right? Got you. I think because the. Yeah, because Millie's cookies, the, the employees make up the cookies throughout the day. I'm sure they have people serving. And, ah, it know, sounds like an, an independent bacon retailer. Yes. Surely Millie's cookies are not going to, I don't know, Thornton's. <laughs> Buying some stock. <laughs> I'm guessing Millie or one of her associates made that. Well, it's a chain. Of Millie. Millie's is a chain. Oh, is it? Yeah. Ah. I didn't know. There's one of them, I think. I think so. Uh, well, there used to, there was certainly one in the, what do you call it? What's a really popular, it's a Centre. Really popular ah. chain that she can't, you can only name one outlet. There's two in Glasgow. <laughs> that I know of. One in Glasgow Central, one in uh, Buchanan Galleries. Fair play to Millie, she's certainly making a go of this, uh, <laughs> this cookie business. Part of her anti-Rangers ways. She needs to uh, She needs to come to Kirkcaldy. No cookie shops in Kirkcaldy. Not once? No, I can think of. That's right. There you go, you. Millie, if you're listening, Kirkcaldy House Street is calling. You have to go to Dunfermline. <laughs> Sounds shite. And what like the cookie itself? So I, I I didn't look at it before we before we came to record. The say Rangers eighteen seventy two. I think I believe so because it was a Halloween display, wasn't it? Aye, right. Ah, of course, zombies. Rangers are dead, mm-hmm. etc. Yeah, it's all very funny. There's, up, there's a link. Next up, Livingston team sheet claims Derek McInnes and Tony Doherty are the Rangers management team. Now this is just a simple misprint, but. It's, because uh, they were playing Aberdeen the game before but obviously what's funny about it is this is an alternative universe Slide like doors moment the ghost of Christmas future here's what was possible you could have been losing at home to St Johnston right now <laughs> but instead could be unbelievably dull <laughs> <laughs> you, 
you could have a manager the fans despise but also kind of love in a really weird love-hate fuck relationship it's really bizarre what's going on up at Pataudry anyway that's football next up Hearts and Hibs appear on succession just seen Kieran Culkin being absolutely buzzing saying we've bought the Hearts that's great I, I have I have never seen Succession it's good you should watch it I've well, seen just that one clip oh, is that all you've seen that's as well that's all I've seen that. did it make you want to watch further episodes nah not really nah oh, no. I'm, I did a wee bit nah. I've not acted upon it no but I might do <laughs> that's good Fowler said it's alright it's really good apparently it's really late, good in a later episode they go up to Rickerton and like hearts are training and shit it's not actually it's not Rickerton they're not hearts flips oh, but okay. it is supposed to be like hearts training ground and right. he does give like it gives I've told this on this podcast before if not I'll tell it again it's like Dream Team you just go up to and just colour of ring in maroon no, just like a kind of random was, training I don't even know if they were wearing maroon I think they were just wearing like all the generic <laughs> football tracky tops all the footballers die at some stage it's like Dream Team <laughs> Well, it's with that, eh? Like, how unfortunate a football club can you be? It's hugely unlucky. So many I actually had that in a later season where somebody refused to sign for him because this is the club of death. Seriously? So they actually time. addressed it. At least that's good. I mean, the fucking two buses exploded. <laughs> two. In the space of a couple of years. Goalkeeper got shot. Somebody got hung up on a fucking... Sorry, I'm just talking about Dream Team. Carl Fletcher. Carl Fletcher, Fletcher got, uh, Fletcher. got uh, thumped into a, aye, a coat hanger. Aye, uh, like a uh, very bad thing style. Yeah. Although they weren't shagging at the time. <laughs> ah, that doesn't matter. Um, uh, also, John Black was murdered uh, celebrating uh, the FA Cup final win on the pitch because the sniper missed while trying to shoot Luis Rodriguez. That's right, aye. Aye. So many of them just died, eh? Fucking weird. You were really in the dream team, I could tell. I was, uh, I was in the dream team. Yes. Oh, were you? I, I also I... like the fact they used loads of hearts clips as well because Maroon went to purple really easily. Yeah, yeah, they used hearts quite a lot. Um... I got, I got fed up with it because they played uh, they were playing Rangers must have been a UEFA Cup run aye and obviously they'd put together I don't know five Rangers games for example but they across those five Rangers games they'd had seven different strikers <laughs> wait a minute what formation are Rangers playing here hold on this isn't realistic <laughs> anymore <laughs> I can put up with the 30,000 deaths you've had in the last series but seven Rangers strikers in one game no 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 it's when uh, for, for me when they really jumped the shark was when uh, they were on the way to the UEFA Cup final and the bus crashed in a ditch and then exploded but only three of them died <laughs> the whole bus fucking exploded just not enough death for you that, just obsessed I, I with death that, that was the one time they could have killed more <laughs> they also Danny Rostorm died called off the final and awarded it to Milan aye they didn't even award it <laughs> They didn't they award at Harchester who were dead? Seems harsh. Aye, it was a bit much. Anyway. Uh, aye, no, so uh, Kieran Culkin addresses aye. the players. And he's just like, so he's like, it's like, right guys, go, you, you know, when, you, when you're out there and you... Is he Welsh? <laughs> and, <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> go out there and so play your game. If you, if you play as a team and you're always a team, it's impossible to lose. So give them help. Is this when they're at the Hearts? Yeah. Is this at the Hearts training? Yes, ground? the quote-unquote Hearts training ground. Right, okay. And he bought the wrong club by mistake. That's the thing as well. So that's, that's the only club I've seen that bought the wrong team? Yes. Aye, because Brian Cox is a Hibs. Aye. I'm Hibs. Like, are you sure? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you're right. It's like, I don't know the club I've supported all my fucking life. <laughs> Maybe it's fucking Comanche. <laughs> <laughs> right, next up. Great. 
Uh, Pikachu attends an Inverness air game. Great. So I, I usually hate lad banter like this, where you, oh, look, that guy's a mascot, which we'll talk about soon as well. Um, but this one was, was great. It's a, a massive oversized Pikachu uh, in the background of goal celebrations. I, I, was, I was right for it. I thought it was really good. The only way it could have been better is if Inverness had lost that day mm-hmm. and all the fans round about him were absolutely miserable. And you've just got this enormous <laughs> Pikachu with this bastard eating grin on his face. <laughs> And everybody else was miserable. But no, it was, it was very good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Somerset Park was a good location for it as well, I feel. It was, it was a, a good backdrop for, for Pikachu to just be fucking about on a Saturday. Who was there? What was there? There was a Hearts fan used to dress up as someone. It was a Hibs fan. What? The Honeymonster. Remember there was a lot of Honeymonster kept going to games. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> the fact that you're looking at me quizzically would suggest that I have. You have some weird dreams, no, man. No, no, honestly. There is a Hapskin. I'm sure there's a. An, the road where there's a goal goes in. And then, but a dad's in. In the background, there's like three stormtroopers coming out. <laughs> aye, aye, that was a good one. And Darth Vader's away losing his shit. Um, aye, that, that was a good one. Aye. I'm positive there was a Honeymonster. Anyway, move on. The, move best, on. One, the best one was the Gorgon Dancer. Uh, I don't know if he's still alive, to be honest, but he was the guy that used to go to Harps games early and fill tracksuit and do a warm up with the team. But he was in the stands while doing it, so he was like running up and down aisles and stuff. I mean, there's a boy in a Harps dressing gun as well. Aye. Play a game in his dressing gun. Aye. Yeah. Why not, eh? Yeah, put, just put an early kickoff. Loved in Gorgon. Shuffle along. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we've got the boy at Celtic Park toasting to his side's victory over Cluj with a bottle of Buckfast. I think if I did, like, you must know, I'm getting banned from here forever. Aye. <laughs> Bottoms up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if he did. Maybe nothing happened. But... It's, a, it's an amazing attitude on him. He Aye. seeks out the camera, mm-hmm. he finds it. <laughs> <laughs> Gives a really sincere cheers to the camera. It's fantastic. My last game in years. <laughs> ching, ching. What a way to go out. A victory against Cluj. Nah, fair play to the boy. I, I, I'm a big fan of the, the energy he was giving off yeah, um, as, he, as he sent out that cheers. It was, it was very good. Next up, we've got Alfredo Morelos clapping along with Union Bears during a win at Ibrox. I love how happy he is considering he probably doesn't have a fucking clue what they're saying. They <laughs> <laughs> could be saying anything. And he's just like... <laughs> clapping away. Who would have known at that point what... Uh... You, should, you should get somebody to translate for him. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he wouldn't be that happy right now. <laughs> With how his life's unravelled. <laughs> Through no fault of his own, fair, to be well, fair. Depends what the PI phone Depends where the, 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 <laughs> the car tapering story goes. Alfredo, they're saying we are the silly boys. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Lewis Morgan got called up to the Scotland squad on the day of the game, probably just because he was the closest player to the stadium. It's just due to proximity. I mean, he didn't even play. He didn't even look like he was close to coming on um, in that game as well. He was just like, aye, Lewis, where are you? I'm at the forge. <laughs> you get yourself done. Was it was it a San Marino game? Uh, oh, uh, I think it was. I think it was. Aye. Which makes it even more bizarre that you bothered to call anybody else. Because as if twenty three wouldn't be enough to beat San Marino. Because when you've got about forty subs, you don't need Lewis Morgan sitting there as well. Unless you thought that Lewis Morgan was potentially one for the future, so it kind of made sense to bring him in. And he's already been capped a bunch of times. Aye, that's also a bad judge of player. Well, I know. <laughs> I agree. I was just trying to think of uh, other reasons why you may have asked. Trying to think outside the box. I always say that it's, it's a great honour to be called up to your country, and uh, I'm sure the uh, pundits out there who have to kind of keep a more kind of professional, respectable line would say that, well, why wouldn't he? Lewis Morgan would jump at the chance to join up the Scots squad, even if it's just to sit on the bench. I'm betting one fucking thousand percent that Lewis Morgan was like, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> 
sand it off. I'm not even going to get a game. She just said no. How would they not just say no? Because then you're probably going to get called up again for games that actually matter. <laughs> but he was never going to get called up again anyway. No, no. <laughs> you've got to back yourself. <laughs> right, next up, we've got Kelly's groundsman hoovering the Astro at Rugby Park after getting slagged by a Celtic fan. Uh, why, why, why was he doing it again? What was the... So the Celtic fan uh, was reacted to the fact there was a groundsman at Killy. He was like, "What's the fuck the groundsman there for oh, to do the hoover?" Yeah. I would like to know genuinely what a groundsman actually does on Astro, apart from like sweep up the the wee pellets. You still need to maintain it though, and water it. It's like a pitchfork. I, I, I'd imagine you still need. You've got to, sprinklers. <laughs> I think you need to like brush it and things like that. I think comb it or roll it I don't know the, 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 roll the, it there's still a there's still a world's biggest joint Classic <laughs> 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 Park still have people to maintain them aye but yeah like, I've seen it at uh, Lesser Hamden before and they, they've got they've got a wee hang that like brushes off the extra black pellets where did you go is that all though I, I don't know is that a full time job I don't know. I, don't know. I, I, I was on the Celtic fan side with this. Um, but I thought the response was really funny. It was good. And a Henry Hoover. Aye, yeah. it was a Henry Aye. And a grey one. I've never seen one in grey. Have you not? No. I've seen one in grey. No, I think I've seen, uh, seen red. I've seen one uh, pink. Oh, pink is Henrietta. Henrietta Hoover. That's right. No, I've never seen a, never seen a grey one. There you go. I've got a dull colour for a Henry Hoover. It is. Yeah. you think about it? He looks ill. <laughs> <laughs> Although you could see that it wasn't plugged in. So you lost a bonus point for that. Aye, that's true. So you just hit the plug, basically? Yes. Aye. Yes. Why? One, one point down. Partials. Right. <laughs> we'll finish with this okay. uh, for the main show, and then we'll get on to the Patreon, where we'll cover about another 20 minutes of this. So for now, we've talked about this before in the show a couple of times, but it's worth repeating because it's fucking great. Uh, Danny Lennon's absolutely bizarre BBC interview. <laughs> Somebody said to me, to be a successful manager, you need three things. A top quality centre half, a loyal dog, and an understanding wife. But not necessarily in that order. <laughs> I don't know why you need a dog for that. That's like the strangest part of the interview. But I don't know why you need a dog. Why do you need a dog to be a manager? When you say not necessarily in that order, it, it makes me think that he has an order. Surely he's done it in an order. And he's telling like other coaches, oh, I know, you get a dog first. <laughs> I mean, maybe the dog and understanding wife could be the best. You get the centre back, then you get the dog, then you get the women. Surely the top quality centre half has to be first out of that three. I mean, you think so, eh? Yeah, well, yeah. I'd say the wife is more important than the dog. Or you could just live alone. I suppose actually I should be better for a football manager because you'd spend all the time yourself thinking about football. Mind Roy Keane seemed to have a loyal dog, though, and he was a terrible manager. (laughs) Mind every time something had happened, there'd be footage of him walking his dog. Aye, looking sad. Well, sometimes it was all jump up. I don't think a dog realised what was going on. Well, Roy Keane looks sad. Roy Keane looks sad and angry. The dog was furious. Uh, Give me 20 to 25 kids and I would take them away to an island for five years where nobody could get access to them and then bring them back, he says. Discipline, total football, no outside influence and work with them daily. I would love somebody to invest in that for three years to see where it could take you. The jail. That's where that's taking you, Danny. That's but also, that's as also we mentioned before as well, how does, why does it suddenly skip from five years to three, just <laughs> to three years investment? What happens for the final two years? It only funds it for three years. years. They'll be self-sustaining for the last two years. <laughs> just, it's football training and, and uh, planting crops. The boys will have picked up jobs on the island. <laughs> Somebody had a big hamster wheel as part of their training. <laughs> I also, the electricity. I also enjoyed how he talks about how players these days get everything handed to them and then he went on to say that Brooks Milson bought him a Chrysler <laughs> <laughs> oh Danny 
Anything to add on this? Ah, just the fact that it was just, it was so dodgy, man. <laughs> you, saw, you saw those pictures of him running about, playing football for his team, and then two weeks later, this fucking really weird, slightly not enough, not even slightly, entirely unnerving interview comes out where he says he wants to steal kids. Right? He wants to create the Hunger Games, basically. Basically, aye. But instead of killing each other, they, they just need to do passing drills. <laughs> or battle royale for the OGs out there. He's starting to sound like Charlie Manson. <laughs> Call it Span Ranch. <laughs> Dear me. Because uh, my family's here as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bruce Dern that's uh, invested in it. <laughs> oh, Danny. Uh, we, yeah, uh, once upon a time, a Halloween joke for everybody that didn't watch the film. I've not seen it. Have you not? No, I no, I just laughed. Sorry. <laughs> just, just laughed because it's polite. <laughs> Don't want to leave you hanging. Thank you. Right, that'll do us for this uh, for now. If you'd like to hear more about the weird and wonderfulness of Scottish football, head over to patreon.com forward slash terrace podcast. This will be available on the $2 a month website, but I'd recommend doing the $5 because there's just loads. You get all the content if you get on that. So it's just an extra $3, which is what? £2.20? What's that? Exactly. Nothing. Fuck, a month? Fuck all. Half pint. Half pint a month. Half pint a month. Of it's, lager. It's a, a third of a grab bag from Dundee. <laughs> I bought a pint for 5.20 on Sunday. Wow. No need to show off. <laughs> so you can get the whole thing for that. That's then five dollars is about four pounds. Where were you spending five twenty on a pint? Uh Chukter's Landon. Ah, I was yeah. waiting for waiting for Lee ah, popped in. Right enough. And I didn't want to be the dick. I didn't recognise anybody walking by in the bar. I don't want to be a dick like actually mommy work here, can I get that for cheaper? Alright. So I'm just like fuck it, I'll just pay the fiver. Five twenty. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Why not? That's Leith as well. That's Leith. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Why? I've got five pounds twenty. Fuck it. Fuck it. (laughs) Fuck it. That's why you didn't react with a Dundee grab back. (laughs) Cheap. (laughs) I'd have had four. (laughs) Fuck it. Right. Cheers. Cheers. No like. Podcast Network. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.